Hi, everyone. It's Melinda Garvey with the See It To Be It podcast. This week, we have another great interview with an incredible role model. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the See It To Be It podcast, where we not only introduce you to female change makers, but we give you insight into their paths and how they have navigated to success. I'm your host, Melinda Garvey, and this week's episode is sponsored by On The Dot, the creators of people-centric virtual conferences, events, and private virtual communities. To find out more, visit onthedotglobal.com. So today, we welcome yet another fabulous female change maker, mathematician-turned-businesswoman, Ashley Shift. Ashley, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you all. Great to have you on. As I like to do with all my guests, I like you to go way back and just think about when you were growing up, what was your big dream? What do you think you were going to be doing when you grew up? I wanted to be a teacher. In slightly moment, I low-key wanted to be a doctor. But then when I started doing research and I said, I don't know if I want to go to med school that long. Then I switched to be a lawyer. And then I ended up, ironically, just deciding to become a teacher. So what was your journey to becoming a teacher? And, you know, did you actually fulfill that dream? So my very first major was in sports medicine. And the only reason why I did that was because I was in high school. I was an athletic trainer. I really did enjoy it. And I guess kind of you could say that is a little bit dealing with medicine if you kind of being a doctor, but not really. So it's still in the medical field a little bit. So I was kind of sort of in that same room. But I was like, I don't know how this would be a profession, really, because, you know, it's not really a entry that a lot of people go into. And so after networking in my first year of college, I switched my major, actually, to business. I did that for a few years. I kind of was like still trying to find myself. I'm just being honest. Like I was kind of like all over the place. And I tell people that, like, you don't really want to do that because it does add up with student loans and different things like that. And with time. But I'm just being honest. For me, I was just like, really just like, I'm not finding my niche, really. And then I did finally, like, third time I switched, I guess, three's the charm. I went to school to become a mathematician. So my degree was in mathematical science and special education. And I did complete that and graduated with high honors and and everything. So I was excited because I achieved it. And that was really my goal. I was like, I got to finish college, get this degree. I got to stick to it. So I was truly, truly excited. And I still feel like I do that today, just not in a uh, traditional way, but I still teach and I still deal with math and numbers and all that every day, literally. So it's a journey. It's a part of the journey, yes, you know? of course. <laughs> it is a part of your journey. So you finally kind of fulfilled this dream to become a teacher, but it's not what you're doing now. You have a company. So tell us a little bit about your company and where your inspiration for starting this company came from. Like what made you dive off that path into entrepreneurship? For a couple of years, I was studying and learning about business, right? So I was like, I wanted to go to school for business. But while in college, getting my degree for mathematical science, I actually started my very, very first company ever was a math tutoring company. And then I converted it to a math online tutoring company. So that was what sparked it. However, I still felt like I needed to do more. And once I graduated, I ended up becoming a math teacher and I got really, really sick. 
you know, the doctors was trying to give me like all these medicines and all this stuff. And I was like, no, I want to naturally heal myself and I want to figure this out. So I started getting to herbs and, you know, natural healing and crystals and meditations and all of the natural ways that you can help yourself to heal yourself and get back balance. And while doing that, that sparked the entrepreneurial spirit back in me again. You know, it was like, you know what? I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to study. I'm going to get mentors and I'm just going to research. And without going through school all over again, I spent, you know, time and resources and money on aligning myself with other entrepreneurs, with mentors, with people who are into crystals, metaphysical healing. So by default, being around those mentors, different things like that, and already having that spirit in me, because the whole time I was in college, I had the math tutoring company. That was one of the ways I was able to make money and sustain for me and my daughter. So once I got sick and I wanted to heal myself, it just sparked me to want to help other people. And so I'm like, okay, all right, well, this is my path. Well, I think it's interesting because I think a lot of people that are practitioners of metaphysical healing are in it and in some way have been affected themselves, you know, tried and tried and they couldn't solve it medically. And so kind of turned to this. What kinds of things did you find that were so significant in the healing, like with, you know, CBDs, crystals, like tell us a little bit about what they do for those people who, you know, aren't knowledgeable about it. So I didn't start off initially with like CBD. CBD wasn't introduced to me until like 2017. I got sick in 2014 and then I started studying. I really just focused on herbs, to be honest. And then around 2016, I was introduced in a sense to crystals. I always knew about them. I had some mentors who introduced me. And as a beginner, so that's what I tell all beginners, just first understanding my body, understanding like my blood type understanding if I was allergic to anything or if I wasn't allergic to anything, understanding the different herbs and what they do, you know, like what does turmeric do? Does it help me with inflammation? If I have pain, you have inflammation in your brain, it can cause other psychiatric type issues, you know, because you got pressure points in your brain or different points part of your body, you know, people have arthritis. So the very first thing I did was detox. So I studied herbs that help with detoxing your body. Because then after detoxing, you kind of sort of just start realizing like your own body, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. You can start deciding like what type of diet you want to do for your, like your as a lifestyle. Do you want to be vegan? Do you not want to be vegan? Do you just want to, you know, not eat so much meat, but you still kind of eat meat type vibes. So you would know this after just doing an initial cleansing, initial detox. You just get rid of everything first. Then you start realizing after a habit, I did that 90 days straight. The first 21 days was very challenging. I'm <laughs> just being honest. But, you know, you always say after, you know, 21 days, a habit starts to form. Even after the first 21 days of detoxing, that was really intense. It was almost like fasting. It started there, just prayer, fasting. And then over the remaining of the 90 days, I gradually just added a little bit more food here and there and see what resonated with me, what didn't anymore, what made me feel sluggish, what made me not feel sluggish. And then through my research, I did find out about our CBD receptors within our body, which was very interesting to me. But because I wasn't raised around cannabis. I was like, uh, you would never find me doing anything with cannabis. But after doing research and then my best friend, she had some severe health issues. She said it was helping her and she sent me a sample of it. It really genuinely helped me as far as panic attacks and anxiety. That's what sparked it for me. Personal education of my personal body and just finding out what my body has. And once I found out that we have these receptors, I was shocked. 
wow, like this is like the hidden secret. That's what did it for me. Interesting. Well, and I think that we're obviously in the time of the the pandemic and, you know, a lot of people have been at home, I guess, thinking about their eating and their health and, you know, maybe even having more time to do so. Certainly there's a lot of extra stress on people and anxiety and talk about panic attacks, things like that. I'd just be interested in, you know, some insight that you could give into how your business has grown during this time, this global crisis, and maybe some advice that you give to people that are struggling. It is a very challenging time for everyone. Understanding that we have kind of no choice but to tap in because it's more challenging. I'm not going to say difficult or impossible because you still have those of us who are doing our spiritual work and can help others heal. It's more challenging now to find those people. So we have to really depend on ourselves inwardly and go within. And this is the time of solitude. And it's not an easy space for a lot of people because it's kind of forcing people to just, you know, stay still. And I created this business even before. I do feel like that's a blessing versus me waiting until now. And like, I see a lot of businesses popping up right now. Just everybody's into this meditation and herbs and everything. But I've been around for years now with this business. So we have customers who have known us over the years. So when this happened back in March in you know 2020, everybody was just asking all these questions. Over time, we kind of just all worked together. And then, you know, reopening the store, you know, not fully, but just enough to, you know, have people that can still personally come in if they would like through appointments and different things like that. This has been challenging. Everything's not back, you know, to normal where it was or how it used to be. But for sure, now with the online, it was not a known thing to do with crystals back then. Now it is. I was kind of already setting all this up prior to this happening. Now it happened. It's like, well, I've already had an online store. or I've been doing internet stuff for a while. So let's go. You know, I'm excited. But what I don't like, though, is the feeling of where the world is right now. So even though it is a blessing for business, everything's not about money. So for me, it's energy. So Energy-wise, the world is kind of in chaos and confused. And that's the energy I don't like. But at the same time, I do understand that it's forcing people, like for real, to just, like you said, focus on their health, focus on their eating habits, get a routine together, pray more, meditate more, spend more time with themselves, spend more time with their children and significant other and their family. You know, that's the positive side of things. The advice I give is to not overwhelm yourself. One of the main things I always say is don't judge yourself, okay? Don't be hard on yourself and don't compare yourself in your current situation with others. If you're new and you're listening to this and you're just now trying to get into healing and understanding crystals or herbs or whatever, don't overwhelm yourself. You don't want to do that because that could cause anxiety. I used to do that. I used to lack confidence like tremendously. But over time and over through my healing I have grown to have self-love and confidence and things like that. So I always tell people to focus on that when they're first starting off on this journey. Don't overdo it and don't compare yourself with other people and get overwhelmed. Okay. I don't want you to get overwhelmed, especially not now. So that is something that I had to do to help me with my issues of anxiety and panic attacks. So that's something I always tell other people to do as well. Speaking of advice, as we kind of round out some great advice you gave, and as you were sort of coming up in this, did you have a mentor or a role model or someone who was giving you advice? Did they share anything with you that you've kind of taken with you? 
Yes. Like I said, I've had a couple of mentors over the years. I paid for like different courses, different conferences and different things like that over time, as well as being in the network marketing industry for many years, you kind of by default get a lot of mentors and a lot of leaders that you align with. So I was blessed to be around that all the time because network marketing is really a lot of personal development constant conferences and calls, webinars and and motivational speakers like Les Brown and different top people like always pouring into you and telling you to read books and different things like that. So for me, the main advice, it boiled down to one thing. Readers are leaders. I went to college for like, you know, for math. So math people were not naturally, I'm just being honest, we're not naturally like the best readers. We don't want to write all the time. We don't want to read all the time. We just want to deal with numbers and and strategies and problem solving. So English was not my strong suit. And that was also why I lacked confidence as far as speaking all the time, because I always felt like, well, I ain't going to have the perfect English. And I ain't going to say things the right way. I just want to deal with problem solving. How can I help you with a solution? That's all that matters to me. (laughs) Not how perfect I say it, you know? And my mentors used to say, no, 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 don't do that. You know, like you build your confidence, build yourself love. So the main thing was the readers, the leaders and confidence. Those are the two main things. That was the advice that I got for many, many years. And it resonated with me like, okay, wait a minute, Ashley. If you have 10 top leaders in the world all telling you to do the same thing, then maybe you should listen. That was the advice that I take with me and I share with everyone to read and research and, you know, tap into knowledge for sure. Oh, that's awesome. So where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? H-A-C-K-E-D, mynature.com. Through there, connect to my personal, which with ashleykshift.com, or you could connect with the, like the blogs, you know, social media, all of that. Contact me, email me, all of that will be there. So I always tell people that's the easiest way, but of course we're on all social media platforms. So it wouldn't be hard to find us as far as like, you know, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, YouTube and things like that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and sharing your story and your journey and certainly some great pieces of advice. So thank you. And we certainly will be watching what you do next. Many blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the See It To Be It podcast. For more female empowerment, inspiration, and advice, subscribe to our free weekly newsletter and check out over a thousand more featured women at onthedotwoman.com. Know someone we need to feature? Reach out at onthedotwoman on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.